Yeah, I mean, in the statement in the Commons earlier, George Eustace, the minister in charge of all of this, was saying that 98% of the uh, EU's applications for licences to uh, fish in UK waters have been granted. That seems to have been disputed by the French. And this to have all started with a, a fairly minor argument about whether this British trawler had got the right paperwork to allow it to be uh, fishing in the in the EU waters where it was. And uh, as you say, it's a relatively new agreement um, that there are always going to be some teething problems. But what is extraordinary is the rate with which the row has escalated. And I wonder whether Natalie Goulet put her finger on it when she was saying, well, you know, this is Brexit. This is what we told you would happen if you left the European Union. And whether... You know, for parts of French society, that still really rankles. Oh, it is very clear that uh, the French have been very sensitive about fishing. It was a very big issue for them. It's a very big issue for eight member states. They were always very worried. And this is an area where uh, the EU knew that the UK held more of the cards. That wasn't true of most of the trade and cooperation agreement, but it was true on fishing because the default in no deal was the UK took back full control of its waters. And the UK is still saying it will do that in five and a half years' time. Uh, whether they go through with that, given some of the interlinkages there, is not at all clear whether that would be wise. So this has been a very sensitive issue. And we have had we had a lot of sabre rattling last year from President Macron, from his Europe minister, Clement Bone, people like that, saying that, you know, they were absolutely not going to sell French fishermen down the river or down the channel or whatever you wherever you sell French fishermen. So and you know, French fishermen will think they've got not a great deal. Um, the deal, the trade and cooperation agreement, I think if you look at it on merits, is a hugely better deal for the EU than it was for the UK. Basically, brilliant deal for the EU's trade surplus of the UK on goods. Very, very poor for the UK on our advantage, yeah, you know, our comparative advantage of services. But on fishing, they were forced to give up a bit. Uh, that clearly rankles. is clearly quite difficult. People say President Macron is trying to shore up his base. A bit of brick bashing never goes amiss. And the French are absolutely determined, and I think this is right, to show that Brexit comes at a cost, that Brexit was a folly, comes at a cost. Remember, some of the challenges to President Macron are much more Eurosceptic than he is. He's very pro-European, but people like Marine Le Pen, Eric Zemmour are much more on the sceptical side. So he's trying to draw that all up. So I think there is domestic politics at play here. But I think this is an area where actually other European leaders should be saying, you know, we should be acting responsibly here, and particularly given this, uh, given the arguments about Northern Ireland still going on, the EU, if you like, should be thinking, saying we do have these resolution procedures, we do have all these processes under the Trade and Cooperation Agreement to prevent yeah. every time something happens flaring up into something that's frankly unproductive for both sides. This does might do some political good, but economically it's very, very bad. Let's actually... Yeah show we can manage this relationship sensibly because basically this has okay. got to be a long-term relationship that works.